0: The studio. We liked it when it was tattier, didn't we? That's what you like. It's very roomy. Very. Roomy. It's too much room. I can get to the door easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to the... get in, then they have to come back in and move the mics no, because it's... now we're sat down and if Joseph then goes, actually, I do need to go out and get an apple, then we have to get out, all the mics have to be moved. I again. That's a lot all more all fun. all your answers are going to be this time, so I won't oh, be yeah, shocked nice, at your yeah. knowledge. And the first question is about Hawaii 5 so that's very <laughs> lucky they're on the right page. Well yeah. done, everyone. Hello, Michael. G'day Cobber. We don't <laughs> do that. ruined it. Oh right. you've ruined good. it already. Good. Well, that's why I'm here. I'm here to ruin it. Right. If we did this properly, we'd end up being like those two sports commentators who end up getting a beer commercial. Not anymore. Now we're fucked. Well, we're doing it like the other two sports commentators to get it wrong and end up getting a beer commercial. No, Andy you're Grey not you're doing it is. like the sexist sporting commentators who yeah. get into trouble for it. Yeah. Um so the uh I'm in quite a good mood. Just to warn That's you. That's very odd. Because I've just presumed that my book has always been, I've only written 13,000 words. I mean, yeah. I've been writing for a month Yeah. since then and yeah. thinking it'd still be about 13,000. The good news is hmm. I've hit the, the target, 80,000. Right. news. such good news. Only about 50% through the book. Oh. Uh, good news, my editor doesn't get paid overtime. So, bad Ooh, luck to him. Who would have thought... I that know. a book by Robin Hens would overrun yeah. and overrun and overrun. When are you going to start saying that you're never going to write another book? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I will be doing that the mm. moment the book sales are quite low. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't know <laughs> if it works the same way though is uh <laughs> um the uh I was we're in Fitzrovia recording this in Fitzrovia yeah, yeah. and we're, which, we're, which is what we do anyway. Yeah, we hang around Fitzrovia. No, well we record in Fitzrovia generally. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, but not. we don't record. We sit near your silly little device. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, on like, your amazing device that doesn't work. No, what's wrong with it? It worked perfectly well. No, it didn't. You what? had to get a man in to fix it. No, I didn't get a man in to fix it. I got a man to put the brilliant technology together because mm. I have to get a man in to do my technology. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I used to be your man with the technology. Oh, it used I to see. Be me, Robin, me. Yeah, not anymore. No, we got a butler in, a techno butler. The uh, Fitzrovia is not how you imagine it, is it? Because when you read, it's the kind of thing you read in a novel it. set in the 1930s, mm. where yes. uh, it'll be about group of people, some of whom were about to join the Black Shirts or something like yeah. that. You know, some of them become friends with Oswald Mosey and they were all alcoholics and they'd all be in Fitzrovia. But it's mainly just like kind of slightly posh eateries now, yeah. isn't it? And uh, a lot of deals going on. A lot of deals. There's a Doctor Who pub round right the corner. Is there? Yeah, Doctor Who pub. It's not. It doesn't look like a Doctor Who pub. It's yeah. not a Doctor Who all over it or anything. Right. It's, it's just a pub. But not Doctor the Who one... fans meet there once a week. That's so. where the Sisters of Khan used to meet. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. And have a big fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and well, who's brought the soot this time? Yeah. You know, and other classics. Yeah. Um, the, uh And also, there is, we've been, because this is the kind of place where we're quite near a uh, little restaurant here. It's one of those ones called Soup. Oh, yeah, of course. It's really modern. Yeah. Soup. What do you do? We do soup. What are we going to call ourselves? Soup, because we're, we're both postmodern and pre-modern. And how's your soup? Shit, we can't make soup. <laughs> we spent so long <laughs> painting the sign mm. and calling it Soup. And then I went, now let's begin. And both of us looked at each other and went, I don't know how to make soup. They call themselves a trendy eatery, but they've got a sign. Get rid of the sign, mate. Get rid of the sign. Don't let us know where you are. Oh, two chairs match. What kind of wankers are you? Having any form of matching or unbroken furniture in your cafe. That woman who's cooking the soup doesn't have a beard. Get her a beard! Dirty Burgers, my least favourite title what? for anywhere. What for anywhere? I was uh, Dirty Burgers. Yeah, yeah. It's a small village in Dorset, and uh, no, there was it was like somewhere in the east east end. I was I was walking yeah. on the way to do um, a screening of two uh, early nineteen seventies uh, plays, uh, a special um, poorly attended screening night, mm-hmm. and uh, I walked past somewhere called Dirty Burger. Don't like yeah. that. No, no, because it, it's meant. To, I don't know whether it's meant to sound sexy or dirty. It's a bit- or yeah. just uncleanly? Uncleanly? Yeah. Mm. Non-cleanly? Well, let's look that word up together. Yeah, well, let's see if we can count that. And, uh, <laughs> well, have you got a dictionary corner? Well, I've just got a big book of the 100 greatest Australian albums. Oh, have you, Michael? Well, that's yeah. going to be no good at all. Well, is uncleanly... Oh, believe me, this, this book, I have got uh, a book called, you're quite right, The 100 Best Australian Albums. And believe me, it will be of no use to us whatsoever when we start looking through it and start discussing uh, the very best bands from Australia and New Zealand. Which Cold Chisel albums are in there? Right. Here we go. Go on. Have a guess what's number one. What is the number one, the best, the greatest musical achievement that Australia has given us? It's either Men at Work or Akadaka. Well... Yeah, I said Akadaka. I, I heard you say yeah, Akadaka. Yeah, Akadaka. Guess what? What? ACDC are number two. Oh, which one with. Uh, Back in Black. Back in Black, yep. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, we, were, we were discussing this just before the recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would have thought ACDC would have been number one. Yeah. But maybe not with Back in Black. It's, it's a great album. It's not maybe not my favourite ACDC album. But then again, I think if you have one ACDC album, yeah. ACDC. It's it's So, you got it wrong. Well, let's just see if that's in Dictionary Corner there. A, C, D, C. I'm afraid that's. Right, go on then. So, it's not A, C, D, C. It's not pro- Men at Work? It's it's not Men at Work now. Okay. So, it's probably Nick Cave, isn't it? It's probably Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. No, I know what it is. Who? The band you believe don't exist, but they definitely do. Go on. Sherbert. How's that? You messed about I no. caught you. You they really do exist and this is in an Australia and New Zealand. Do they exist music outside special. of your head? Yeah, 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 what? yeah. They do if That's I project rare. it hard. That's rare. If anyone drops a bucket of pig's blood on my head, one of the first things I do to punish the prom is mm-hmm. create the band sherbet. That's why I've been trying to create my own vegan pig's blood just for that very event. Number 1. Number 1 greatest Australian album of all time is Diesel and Dust. Oh, by the Midnight, Midnight Oil. Oil. That's bollocks. Is it? Well, it can't be the greatest album ever from Australia. That's. It's probably not the greatest Midnight Oil album I would have thought, but it is the most successful one, isn't it? Oh, is it? But uh, no, no. This is the opinion of um, 100 and something journalists. This isn't just. This is not album sales. Otherwise, ACDC's Back and Black definitely would surely be number one. Do you know that, uh, do you have Diesel and um, Dirty Dust? Uh, d- d- no. Dust and I, 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 listen, I have never heard this album, but I'm willing to give it a full review. I've heard it. I've got it. on have vinyl. You? Oh, no, I haven't anymore because it was on the lower shelf, so it would have been damaged when the house flooded with sewage. Oh, but I did have and it. and Dust and shit. Yeah. It was basically at that period of my life where I just liked almost everything, especially if it was in a sale. So, <laughs> I can't yeah. ever imagine that. Yeah, yeah. You well, no. liking almost everything. Actually, when I say almost everything, that really is a lot broader than it <laughs> was, to be quite honest. Right, I liked almost everything of 10% of the output of the music industry. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes, in the, in the days when we watched Top of the Pops and we liked practically all of it. Yeah, yeah. until you then watch it on uh, the repeats and go, ugh. But the, uh, I remember because uh, it has the classic, uh, how do we know that our beds are burning? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's a good song, isn't it? No. <laughs> Is it not? Well, I don't like it. Bow, bow, bow. That bit. Out where the river broke The bloodwood and the desert oak Do you know the thing that I... In thinking of that noise, bow, bow, bow. Well, I was thinking yeah, about it? Yeah, it's a multi-syllable noise. noise. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one uh, of the... If you ever, have you ever seen Donnie Darko the director's cut? Oh, not seen the director's cut. Right. Did you Just like seen... the original? Uh, no. This is this is not. I'm not coming out well in this podcast at all. I've not liked a single thing. No, no. no. I do like some things. We will go on Darko's to things you like. Not, not one of them. Yeah. Um, you like, for instance, dropped on the floor tofu yeah. in East End. That's uh, a yeah. really I don't nice mind vegan that. cafe. Yeah. yeah. I like Logan. Um, Can yeah. we talk about that film? Oh, I want to see Logan, so yeah, we sure. can't. No, we Spoiler alert, I presume Dr X dies. Oh, I mean, I presume you, there's you, a really sad death scene in you it. You presume all you want, mate. Yeah, but I already knew it was a good film because yeah. uh, we talked about the trailer being the... Uh, and it sounds like it does actually live up to being... Uh, having uh, Johnny Cash's cover of her as the trailer soundtrack. Not in the film. There's no heroin in the film? Oh, uh, there are drugs in the film. Oh, no, well, I know it's the trailer music. It's not going to be in the film. What kind of idiot do you think I am? Oh, the, the one out. in front Have of me. Have you never realised that trailer music isn't normally in the film? you fucking in it? Of course it's uh, always in the fucking film. No, it's film. not. It's very rarely it's in the film. It's always in the fucking no, film. No, it is if it's a Bond trailer, but it's not for most films. For most films, they go... What do you mean most them That's bullshit. Right, okay. That is okay. absolute bullshit. Okay, you have to get, before our next recording, 100 different trailers. I'll get 1,000 different trailers, mate. I'll 10, make 000. your life a fucking living hell with it's the amount not of trailers true. A lot of them that don't rubbish. use... Right. Name one film other than Logan. Name one film other than yeah, Logan. Yeah, and that's it. Um, and if you get this wrong. Um, Ryan's Daughter of the X-Men. No, you're wrong. That's, well, not, that's not a film. It would be a good film, though. Imagine I'm a not woman it. losing an umbrella and then someone with mutant superhero powers mm. helping her get it back. Actually, it was a parasol. Sorry. I'd like to apologise to all our listeners who are fans of uh, David Lean. It was a parasol, really fun. What were we out. talking about? Right, so Midnight Oil was right, the starting okay. point. Then we got on to uh, Dirty <laughs> Johnny Darko. Yeah. Director's Cut. Right, yeah. Which you don't like. Which yeah, is fine. Uh, yeah, it is fine. It is fine. I liked it the first time I saw it because I just really thought the grainy cinematography was fascinating. And then I found that the bootleg copy that I'd been lent had been uh, badly reproduced. I would like to make it clear that i want will go and see it at the cinema. And both the DVD copies I own were purchased. Um... Mm. I no longer have. So if the police come round and say, where's the VHS that you ripped off of Donnie Darko? It wasn't me that did it, right? It was Ben Moore that... Oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, look, he lent it to me. What? Lovely Ben Moore oh, deals in bootleg God. videos? No, he doesn't. Oh, God, this is an absolute nightmare. Lucky I'm going to Australia. He's I, really I earned that, it, haven't he, I? He's really earned that gangster nickname of Lovely Ben Moore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lovely Ben... Well, now he's known as Dirty Ben Moore because <laughs> he's got more mayonnaise on him than he used to have. Mm. Um, so Donnie Darko, I was going to say, because of the noise... <laughs> bow, bow, bow uh, you know the director's cut is going to be terrible. You know when they go, um, I wonder what the director, would you like to have, have the cut back? Yeah, I would actually like to show you my vision. And then you go, oh, oh, your vision's, oh dear. Uh, because in the original opening of Donnie Darko, as you know, beautiful mm. scene where he cycles down uh, the hills uh, with Echo and the Bunny Bunnymen. Oh, that, well, that sounds like a lovely scene. Not to the music of Echo and the Bunnymen, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually the band Echo and Monument. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're behind. That's really uh, nice. Uh, there's uh, two motorcyclists mm-hmm. from the, uh, the display team yeah. and with all of them balancing on. <laughs> and it's the only time that Ian hasn't looked cool. Because <laughs> at one point, he's going, whoa, slow down! Mm-hmm. And his shades are a bit wobbled. Yeah. Uh, but in the director's cut, uh, it turns out he, what he wanted was the music of In Excess. From the Kick Inside album, what was the big hit on that? Oh, um, I don't know, Devil Inside don't or something like that. Don't it make like you I feel good? Was yeah, that it? yeah, uh, Super Trooper. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't it make you feel good, Super Trooper? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's uh, so. How high are in excess and Kick Inside? Right, away? not I... Kick Inside. What was it called? That, that's Kate Bush. Kick, kick. Yeah, because I thought you're right. I, it's Kick and the Devil Inside, isn't it? So you just got yeah. two things mixed up, and that's absolutely fine. Uh, they are pretty high up. They're at number 11 in the greatest Australian albums ever created. Number 11. Right, so where are... And uh, that's the, with the album Kick. Uh, which is, see, also, I don't like it. No, but that's probably because it was just everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was It was the invisible touch of that mm, particular I year. Think, yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit better than invisible touch. What is the best Everyone's Got It album? Because there's some albums where most of them, no. Because I Anything think it might be Peter noise? Gabriel's So. Oh, that's a good point. I actually think it's one of those ones that was a huge seller and was still acceptable to uh, enjoy. Yeah, but doesn't everyone have, um, never mind the bollocks by the Sex Pistols? No. No? No, a lot of people don't. Well, that, No, if, if you think of it, I'm thinking of people not who own, like, you know, Two thousand records, one thousand right. records. I'm thinking of people who go, um, "Oh, any from any of these 12. right? And seven <laughs> right. of them are compilations, mm-hmm. and then there's five that they liked so much that when they were at the service station, they bought them. Yeah, and I know that person that you mean because they won't even have a Beatles album, will they? No, no. But they've got twelve CDs and mm. the most expensive CD player yeah. in the world, mm. so they can. It's really pristine. Yeah, they love Hounds of Love. Yeah. Oh, would they have Hounds to Love? Oh, yeah, they, they'll definitely. Have how, actually, that was another one. I would go with uh, Hounds to Love and So. Mm. Uh, are the albums in people who only have twelve um, albums? Joshua Tree, Joshua oh. Tree. Everyone's got Joshua Tree. Yeah, but would you like that? Do you like it? I didn't. I, I would. That was not the point, Michael. The point was, do you like them or not? Proper albums. Albums oh. where you can go without any fear of uh, accusations uh, that the human rights activists dodge their taxes. Right? No fear of that. That right. kind of thing. Well, then, if we're going to go down that route, I'm going to go for Def Leppard's Hysteria. So, sod the lot of you. Oh, OK, fair enough. I haven't got that. Well, sod the lot of and you. I've got the Joshua Tree, though. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. Like I said, everyone's got the Joshua Tree. Ah, weird, isn't it? Because I don't know where it came in. Someone must have just slotted just it in there. grew out of the poo that was in your flat. Yeah, I think it did, yeah. yeah. I, grew, I, I had a slightly rusty Amnesty International badge, mm. and I left it near some yoghurt, mm-hmm. and then Bono grew from it. Yeah? Yeah. I'm now, I'm now imagining that in my mind. Good, that's what I've been trying to do with so, you for uh, a long time, make you imagine nice things. So do you want to guess where ACDC's classic album, Back in Black, is? Number two? Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. That was good, was I'll tell you what, you are exactly the kind of person that I would need if I was ever going to become a psychic medium. Yeah. Someone with, <laughs> with that really short, that memento-style memory yeah. that just before I go on, I oh, go, my, I really Hello, what's your you. name? My name's Michael. Um, Michael, is your grandmother well? No, she's not very well. Thank you, Michael. Mm. 20 minutes later, is there a Michael here? <laughs> yeah, I'm Michael. Your grandma's not well? no. Clever. Well, well, I went to uh, see a medium once and the first thing that he said was, uh, does anyone in this room know someone called Dave? Yeah, well, let's be fair, though. That was the year of Are You Dave Gorman in Edinburgh and therefore it did heighten the chances. Mm. I do know who that was. I'll talk about them anymore, kind of person that threatens you in the street. Yeah. Uh, or, rubbish. in your case, merely throws you out of the venue for spoiling it. I, I, I was asked to leave. That's yeah, you true. You interfered I, with the voices. It was, do you know it was great? I was asked to... I'm, I've never been... And I, it's a really big deal, isn't it? If you are a performer yourself, to get to be asked to leave a theatre is quite a big deal. But it was great because, one, it meant I didn't have to watch him anymore and I went off and watched Stuart Lee. I had a lovely day. Did you see Stuart Lee or the ghost of Stuart Lee? Uh, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. So there we go. So where where is Nick Cave in um, this? I want to know, Cave? before we get to Nick Cave, I would like to know, are the Saints at number 43? Ooh. I'm going to guess that Saints around 43. You're uh, dead wrong. Oh, where are the Saints? Number 20. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's it is not good. such a bad... That's uh, which one's that? Which that, album? Uh, it is, of course, yeah, uh, I'm Stranded. Right, which is a great album. I'm stranded my own Stranded far from home All right Yeah, um, well, I would probably put that if I was only ever allowed... To have uh, 12 Australian albums, uh, seven of which were compilations, and a very expensive CD system. There are so many compilations <laughs> in this top 100 Australian albums of all time. There's um, so many compilations. Well, I'm, I'm Standard would definitely be uh, in the collection. Yeah, cool. I actually got, uh, there's a lovely book called Pig City, which is uh, all about like um, all the, the whole Brisbane music scene she wouldn't necessarily uh realize quite how vibrant it was no well I, I well here's here's the thing maybe we should discuss this i i just don't know enough really about australian music i think of it and i realize i'm getting myself into trouble here i think of it as the other canada right you know nice no but some th- stuff's great and it And then I don't know what the other stuff is, but that is part of the thing, isn't it? Which is that for Australia, a lot of the bands that exist are Mm. because maybe the other bands from the other hemisphere didn't come and visit. Yeah, of course. And therefore, it doesn't you you realise how parochial Mm. loads of music scenes are. Yeah, there's uh, and so yeah, but there's a lot of bands. Cold Chisel, which Trent, the producer, Mm -hmm. I mean, he is look at his face now; it's like just cocker hoop with thoughts of Cold Chisel. But Mm. to me, it's definitely Mm. Cockatoo. He's got his hand caught in the thing in his chair. He's gesturing us to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. uh, But Cold Chisel, not as big in the UK. No. No. Well, it's like that excitement when we thought world music was Johnny Clegg and Savuka from South Africa. That was the whole of world music for a while. Do you remember those years, though, in the 80s, watching NXS try and try and try to break the UK and failing all the time? No. Oh, the God. Like, um,. Uh, the, what's, what's the album what's the album before Kick you were looking at a person who called it The Kick Inside Yeah, so it doesn't even know their most famous album so I think that might be yeah well whatever that previous album is I mean that got pushed and pushed and pushed on UK radio and None. I mean I think they had a top 40 hit but it was a top 40 hit it wasn't like in the top 5 okay. and then they became huge so uh, I've guessed I'm glad that saints were much higher than yes. I thought. Right. Are the go betweens anywhere between 7 and 10? No. They are not. Which are they is higher? Which no. Oh, that's which a mistake. is it, it, yeah. Listen Like Thieves. Thank you. That's the name of um, that In Excess album, Listen Like Thieves. I'll tell you what, we'll you cut that bit out and we'll just drop good. it in. And it won't in any way sound weird when you go, what is the name of that D- first? Listen Like Thieves. That'll just yeah. sound like how you naturally yeah. talk. Thing is, I think I liked that album. I don't think I'd like it now. Here's a bit of it. I'm top at the show. Are we allowed to have bits of it this time? Oh, well, now we should have had bits of other things earlier. Well, I think the other bits will have been dropped Oh, out. well, that's lucky, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely have um, I'm Stranded by the Saints. There we go. Um, what Go-betweens, that's what we want to do yeah. now. Number 12. Oh, well, that's not too bad, I suppose. I think uh, that's pretty good. One of my favourite, Love Goes On, which is the fourth most listened to Go-Between song on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh when uh, so many great facts from this podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So that's what everyone wants to know: what mm-hmm. the fourth most listened mm-hmm. to uh, song is. I remember uh, Martin White doing a, uh, a lovely version of that on the accordion um, in tribute, uh, and um, thinking, "Oh, the audience in Swindon are probably going to be really moved by this." But the audience in Swindon were less aware of the fourth most popular go-between mm-hmm. song than we realised. And it was nothing yeah. to do with Martin's accordion playing, being in any way weak, because it wasn't. It was very strong accordion playing. I uh, I got mugged in Swindon. Did you? Yeah. I mean, they didn't get anything. They, well, were... they never would, would they? No, man? I didn't have anything. It's weird, because <laughs> I don't think I would. There's something about you... You don't think mug you... me? Oh, well, that's nice. I think there's something mugless about you. Yeah. There's there's something you're wasting your time, aren't you? You would see, like today you're wearing mm. your golden, glittered... Uh, Cockroachy beetle? It's a beetle, isn't it? It's not a cockroach. Yeah, it's a jumper. I should also it's, point it's, it's out, it's a what jumper. You're, you're not just to... wearing a dead insect. No. Saying I'm allowed that every now and again cause mm. as as a vegan. Yeah. Jewelry doesn't come into it. No. I'm allowed to glaze <laughs> yeah. or gild yeah. any insects I want as yeah. long as I don't consume them. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But yeah, if I saw someone in that jumper, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mug them. No. No. So I might it's... sing them a hymn. What? What do I? What do I have to wear to get mugged by Robin Robinins? So I think that's the big question here today. Your big coat. Uh, well, I'm, I, I often wear a big coat. Yeah, if you're wearing your big coat, because I think there's a lot in that. And at the end of it, me and my other, like Fagin's gang, mm. would just be sitting there going, "Look at this st- absolutely fantastic stack of Target adaptations of Doctor Who novels." Mm. Yes, and a little Sonic, the Screw, Sonic the Screwdriver. Yeah, Sonic Screwdriver. <laughs> That would be nice. I would like, if there was one episode where yeah. the Doctor had a Sonic Hedgehog, meanwhile, uh-huh. in the animated world, there was a toolbox having adventures. Well, you know what? He, uh, in the comic books, he had a penguin. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So, I like that penguin. Uh, who else have we? Uh, Nick Cave. Right, are, uh, are we going to leave Nick Cave to the end? Because yeah. I, I, want, I want to know where you think he is in the top 100. Now, keep in mind, Midnight Oil, they're number one. Yeah. Number two is ACDC. Yeah, we know that. So that's good. So I've already got one and two of yep. the top two. Yeah. Okay, you're you are doing great. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. It turns out of of all this kind of music. Let's um, see if I'm still a big fan at number three. Uh, now, it says 100 best Australian albums. But number three is definitely from New Zealand. Suppose it's all the same place, isn't it, really, Uh-oh. Robin? Oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, uh, I guess it's Australia and New Zealand. So what you mean is they have put Crowded House at number three? That's what I mean. They yeah, put yeah crowded I, I presumed that was <laughs> going to happen. It's a lovely thing, isn't it? Mm. We, we do much the same thing yeah. in, uh, in the UK, of course, uh, mm. sometimes with uh, athletes. Yeah. Uh, can we borrow <laughs> yeah. them from your country for a while? Mm. Thanks very much. And I don't think Zola Bud lives in Croydon anymore. And sometimes we forget about athletes altogether, especially with our Olympic Team GB. Yeah, fuck Northern Ireland. They're not allowed. Hmm. So, uh, the trouble is... it's The uh, troubles? What, you're bringing the troubles oh, up? I knew I'd bring... Uh, so, Crowded House, which album? Uh, wood Face. Wood Face. Right. Yeah, I always called it Wood Has face. that got black and white boy on it? I don't know. Has that got black and white boy on it? Let's find out. I, I Look, here's the controversy. Don't like Crowded House. Do you know what? Here's what? the controversy. Yeah. That's how it's pronounced. Oh. It's the kind of thing that if I were watching the BBC News with my mm-hmm. father, yep. and we heard someone talk about the controversy over someone's forehead, mm-hmm. we would be doubly angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fored controversy. Fored controversy. M- I feel like Professor Higgins. <laughs> my parents were exactly the same. Any time they heard anyone on English TV say the word idea, they would go mental. What was the, uh, um, what was it? How do they pronounce it? Well, it's idea, isn't idea. it? Idea, yeah. Not idea. idea. Oh, I see idea. Oh, Jesus Christ! Again. Oh, remember. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's sometimes, Michael. You are impenetrable. I've been guessing what you've been saying for 25 <laughs> years now, and it's just like, <laughs> I've just done very well in the gamble involved. Well. All right, so uh, Woodface has a uh, chocolate cake. Remember that one? I've got a chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. You can have yeah. none. Yeah. I've got a chocolate That's cake. That's a good one. Boop, 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 um, boop. It's only natural. One of, yeah. uh, it's got oh, natural <laughs> ingredients. My <but> chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't know, fall at your feet. Uh, there goes God. Four seasons in one day. Everyone loves four seasons in one day. Don't oh, they? no. I know one person that absolutely hates it. Really? Yeah. They're in this room. Oh, Th- they're really? not you. Who are they? It's Michael Egg. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand a word. No. Nah. <laughs> is it because it got overly played? Uh, 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 no. No. It's not. It's, it's, oh, uh, I know what it might be. It's the kind of thing that when comedians are drunk on the last night in Edinburgh and they just say, hey, everyone, why don't we all get drunk in this room and just do bits on the stage just for larks, mm-hmm. uh, someone gets their guitar out and just starts going... <sighs> Four seasons in one day. Well, that's like a that. good reason to yeah, not yeah, like yeah. it. I'll give you that. But no, I just I just find them so boring. Like Produced by youth, wasn't it? Well, uh, and that seems like it should be great, but um, I I, never... I think they're very different as well when you see them live. I think they're very Maybe. also, uh, like you... I mean, like they. I mean, I know Neil Finn and they like they, they perform with Radiohead. They perform with Johnny Marr. It's clearly just something I'm missing. But yeah, wow. I I think it's not them. I think it's uh, it's it has the sound of the kind of song where someone goes, I want to show my um. Sensitive side, so yeah. I'm just going to get out, that get is my, get, get that my is, banjo down. That is absolutely my problem, because yeah. I don't trust Neil Finn. I think he's oh, a shyster. Really? Every song. Oh, he doesn't treat you the way you should be treated. I mean, I'd treat you better than that, you creepy that old That is burr. rubbish. It the is! The only song that is that is that song, he doesn't treat you like you should be yeah. treated, yeah. I know I how. And that is, cake. that's a B-side. <laughs> it's not even a proper song. It's just him dicking around. Uh, I don't like him. I trust him. D- really? Yeah, there's yeah. something about the people of New Zealand. I like Split Ends. I mean, I, I like Split Ends. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all right. <laughs> yeah, no I like problem them. at all. Right, so Crowded House are the third and not actually Australian. So what's no. going to be fourth? Joe Dolce and his Shut Up Your Face <laughs> remix album. Well, actually, Joe Dolce is. Uh, I mean, he's pr- he's probably. Is, in is he there. in there? Is he on the list? Uh, I. I I've totally misread number 97 in the list. I thought it said Bernard Manning. <laughs> and that would have been amazing if somehow Bernard Manning had got into the top 100 best Australian albums of all time. It's Bernard Fanning. Oh, right. Bernard mm. Fanning. Very similar, though. Very similar. Yeah. Is it Dean Martin covers? Yeah. Cool. And the Smiths. Yeah, and the Smiths, obviously. The uh, um, So, Joe Dolce is not in the list. Cause that I well, he might I've the... read the whole thing. I mean, it's a Bookmate, you know, when this is a podcast, I'm not going to do any research, am I? I think that is the the worrying thing would be uh, that there must have been a time in the UK where the highest-selling single by an Australian artist mm. was Joe Dolce's Shut Up Your Face. Yeah, prob- yeah, I mean, I think that might be... I'm trying to think what other... What, about 1980, 81? We know it was the year of yeah. Ultravox's Vienna, obviously, because uh, it kept off the number mm-hmm. one... That's something... are oh singles like that, is it just a British thing? Uh, I, I think it might be. In terms I'd of think, being that yeah. successful. Yeah, because, I mean, in the 80s, well, 70s and 80s, novelty records got to number one. Yeah. You know. And probably the 90s as well. Mr. Whereas, Blobby. Whereas in in America, uh, generally, novelty records are heard but not bought. Like, everyone knows Star Trek in, in America, but no one bought it there but in britain we all bought it. uh the firm uh i actually bought an album by the firm but not that what? the firm uh, is another band called the firm who were they i think it was uh i can't quite remember who they were i i in my head jimmy page was in it but that can't be right well we'll find out yeah we will find <laughs> we out we'll find out yeah later and i will let you know uh via another I podcast i imagine it as a double jimmy i imagine it jimmy page and jimmy nail yeah and they were called the firm Mm. Jimmy Young on drums. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jimmy Cranky, Jimmy... just outside the studio, <laughs>
0: banging on the door. Yeah, all there. All there. Um yeah. the uh, and one Jimmy who will not be mentioned for <laughs> taste and decency reasons. Though he may well have introduced them on top of the books. Yes. Yeah. Uh so I've got I've got the New Zealand list. Now yeah. this is even more uh because kind of, I think when I first think my the first Australian artist that I particularly knew was Brian May because uh, but not that Brian May. No, well, I, no think I know the there's another Brian, Brian May. May. Yeah. would do the music for films like Gallipoli mm. and Mad Max 2. Right. And I always I enjoyed his work because mm-hmm. he was possibly quite a lazy composer because more often right. than not you go, well, his music for Mad Max 2 is him just going, why don't we use uh, Mars Bringer of War in this mm. scene? Is that by you? No. It's on this mm. compilation of classical people. And Gallipoli is much the same, right? Okay. Uh, You going to write anything, Brian? Well, I could, but why don't we use this bit as Jean-Michel Jarre? Sorry, done. He's right. It's recycled, mate. Why would you? Why would you bother? Genius steals. Yeah, but not that overtly, (laughs) Brian. Why are you up. doing an impression of Morrissey, right? <laughs> the uh, right. So, uh, what have we found out then? Uh, Shut up, your face was the fifteenth biggest selling single in the UK in 1981. It must have been higher than that. I would have thought so because it was number so. one for about three or four weeks. Yeah, I we both bought like dozens of copies. Well, each. it's a lovely Valentine's gift, isn't <laughs> it? It's is really nice. Um, so, New Zealand, and you can keep on, uh, but obviously, crowded house, Lord. Uh, We both enjoy Lord. I like Lord. Yep. Yeah. Lord's great. Uh, Lord was asked to be part of the New Zealand tour that I'm doing with Josie and various others. Yeah. And she replied uh, with a really busy, really busy, really busy. Yeah. What have you got in your list? Well, all the classic uh, 1814 anti form uh, belter space uh, the D4 Cassandra's ears. Are you having uh, a breakdown, mate? F- F- Fall what within you uh, head like a hole um, and uh, Ivy lies. are Just a few of my favourite yeah, yeah, New yeah. Zealand bands. Do really you... like Catch a Fire as well. Do you know any with of those... a K? Do you know any of those bands? No. Uh, no. This is the now I'm gonna when I go out to New Zealand because it's the first time I've been to New Zealand. Mm. Uh, I will be um, looking. Uh, For new things. So this is Stop Me, because this is an interesting thing to me, Mm -hmm. which is, again, how bands don't travel right? and bands that I've not heard of but Mm -hmm. maybe should have done. So you stop me the moment you uh, know a band, okay? Okay. So New Zealand Band Battle starts now. 1814, 48 May, Eight Foot Saliva, The Three D's, Bleeding Mercury, Abel Tasmans, Alpine Fault, Anderson and Wise, Anika Moa, Annabelle Fay, Antagonist AD, Antiform, Ardijar Atlas, Autozam Avalanche City, Bail to Space, Bang Bang Eki, I don't know, uh, The Bats, Beast Wars, Bing Runga, Birchfield Cat Motel, Blacklist, Blackboned Angel, Black River Drive, Black the Black Seeds, Blam Blam Blam, Bleeders, Blind Spot, The Bollins, At this this point it slowly fades out. Probably then pick up somewhere near white. Uh Broods, <laughs> Brooke Duff, Brooke Fraser, the Brunettes, Bunny Walters, Cassandra's Ears, the Checks, Che foot the Chills, the Oh come on, you're gonna stop with the fucking chills, aren't you? I was about to, but you went <sighs> on to another one. Yeah, without because no, 'cause you've got to buzz in quicker. Michael. Why why can panel shows not be a bit more like that? Just go, just just take your time and not have a buzzer. It's a shrill noise. Do you know what I would love? I'm going to memorise this list and then I'm going to get Nicholas Parsons drunk and I'm going to make him go, Make me, uh, let me be back on just a minute. And then I'm going to go, And Robin, your subject is New Zealand bands. And I'm going to know all of them. And there's almost yeah. none yeah. that yeah. in any way have, have a repetition. So I won't mention die, die, what die. What about because blam, blam, Martin blam, blam or whatever it was? I just say blam. Yeah. Well, I cheat. I'm going to be furious. Isn't it marvellous? Right, so The Chills. You have heard of The Chills. I've heard of The Chills. Right. Clap Clap Riot. That's a good name, isn't it? It It is. is I like Clap Clap clap, Riot. Uh, The Clean, Concord Dawn, Cornerstone Roots, Crowded House. I've heard of Crowded House. Excellent. Cut off your hands. I've, I know I shouldn't have said it like that I do apologise uh, The D4 Dance Exponents Dane Rumble The Datsons. Oh yeah I'm yeah. Oh. helping give you hints there I forgot about the Datsuns Yeah I Since forgot They the were alright weren't they They were very good I'm really like I'm going to listen to them right now I think that I bought that Datsun's album the same time that what who's that album what's that American band that uh You Sexy Fire <laughs> that one what are they called <laughs> Sex Is On Fire awful Oh uh yeah yeah the Kings of Leon Yeah I remember buying the first Kings <laughs> I of Leon album like You Sexy Fire Sexy Fire is much better This Sex Is <laughs> On Fire Yeah terrible Yeah I their first album I thought yeah well I'm really rather looking forward <laughs> to seeing where they go Yeah well, yeah, I stopped. No, I stopped that. for Yeah, of I know we should really be talking about Kingsley Leon, but they are, are also rubbish. I, I, but the Datsuns t- not. T- no. Datsun's had a great first album. I'm really, I'm really hey. glad we brought the Datsuns up because I did forget about the Datsuns. But I've forgotten about Silverchair as well. Yeah. where are they in the list? Where oh, are they? they? They are somewhere. I saw them at Reading. They were uh, what about 15 years old? They're at number 25. Well, I understand that. Did you ever see Silverchair live? No, I never did. Very entertaining. Oh, good. Good, good, go, 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 right, go, Let's go back to this. Deep obsession. Deja voodoo. De- deja voodoo is a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Because you initially, your your first reaction, mm. the the it's... reptile part of your brain goes, mm. good name, and then the frontal lobes kick in and go, I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm already sick of it. But uh, I liked it about 20 seconds ago. Oh, by the way, Michael, just so you know, in a minute I'm going to continue reading the list and then I'm going to say deja voodoo again. <laughs> The joke about deja vu will be rather clever. Well that's ironic uh, because I have a small doll of you that I'm okay. going to stick nails into. Get ready for the joke. Okay. Demon devil skin, die die, dimmer disaster radio, dragon, jukes, P, deja voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely actually, actually it brilliant. It. It, was uh, it. it was worth it. It was worth it. The enemy. Yeah, that's ringing a bell. Yeah. Or no, maybe it's just, it says no maybe, bells. Maybe it's just the amount of enemies I have. I don't know. Or tinnitus. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, everything's ringing a bell today. Yeah. You're definitely not well. We're going to have to send you to the hospital again. Uh, for... Why do I leave that hospital? <laughs> because you're asked. Because I'm unpopular. Uh, Flight of the Concords. I've heard of Flight <laughs> yeah. of the Concords. Here's a fun fact. Uh, the Crowdhouse were, I mean, for a long time, uh, the most successful... Uh, New Zealand band of all time and then Fight the Concords came along I mean because they were they're so huge in America they... I was talking about them with uh, um, Noel Fielding talking about when musical comedy mm-hmm. kind of made a step up yeah and you and you went into uh, so like with with the Bush when they started rapping as if they were the Beastie Boys not a comedy rap yeah like those various different mm-hmm. uh comedy rap mm-hmm. I understand like actual Morris like oh no this is majors. all like produced this actually sounds like yep. you might imagine buying mm-hmm. on uh, you know uh, one of those labels that's uh, not for everyone rather special label one of those ones probably going to Lower East Side mm. uh, New York to uh, go to one of these specialist uh, radio shops just past the rat and the cobbles yeah a radio uh, shop yeah, yeah, a radio oh. shop. Yeah, yeah, it's the. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'd good. like to buy a radio that um, plays, plays the, the Flight rap. to the Concords, please. <laughs> uh, the radio I've got at the moment is very old. <laughs> and uh, every time it starts playing rap, some of the teak splinters. Mm. Um, so, uh, uh, and then we got onto Flight of the Concords. But it reminded me of, on the way here, just past Soup, uh, gotcha. was a place called Pod, mm. which you, I imagine was just a pod. Yeah, or from the people who made soup, we just went. Why don't we do a thing called pod? And everyone just come in and uh, and they just sit in a pod. Yeah. And then they finish making the sun. They went, let's start making the pods. Do you know how to? No. Uh-huh. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> we bought this whole street. <laughs> we don't know how to make any of these things. Um, and uh, it reminded me. Did you ever see the Pod? Julian Barrett and Tim Hope's band. Oh no, I didn't. No, they were brilliant. They were, in fact, if we can find some, we should play some of the pod. Uh, Tim Hope went on to be a uh, director. He mm-hmm. did uh, Bad Day by R.E.M. Oh, did he? That's and, good. And uh, Julian Barrett, obviously, Boosh and yeah. uh, various acting and writing things. But the pod were, I remember seeing them at uh, the Bull and Gate, which is generally a, uh, you know, kind of quite a, a rocky pub. Oh, yeah, but They were doing rocky. kind of this uh, brilliant, bizarre uh, techno with uh, manifesto-based techno. Wow. we would talk about the future where we'd be able to leave our bodies and uh, no longer be constrained by, by bodies and flesh. Uh, and it was really good. That was good and fresh. So, uh, I, I know, I could do a. <laughs> <I> no, <know, laughs> John, who's this walking down the street? It's <laughs> Julian Barrett. I wonder what it would be like if Julian Barrett played James Bond. Get out. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, but this this is possibly the pod. The past is good. I'm scared of fools. Help me on. Un- Stand, I can't stand, or it wasn't the pod yeah, if we can't we find any yeah. of their stuff we're able to play Frankie Stevens from Scratch Fur Patrol, Gin Wigmore now Gin Wigmore, my reptile brain liked it and actually now right. my frontal lobes have quite enjoyed that as well oh that's good, you're having a lovely day yeah Gin Wigmore's good, Goodnight Nurse uh, oh I like that actually that's Goodnight Nurse uh, good night, nurse. Sorry, bad reading. Bad oh, reading. Can I do that again? Y- I really was hoping to get the part of uh, the man who reads out the things. So uh, I'll do that again. <laughs> Second mm-hmm. take. Good night, nurse. Night. Brilliant. That okay. is the next band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, head like a hole. Headless chickens. Hello, sailor. Her- what I like is the fact that every letter has at least one, which could be a brief line spoken by one of the carry-on team. Which I think I don't know if that's reflected in the music. Uh, Hieronymus Bosch House of Downtown Human Instinct Hayley Western Ra House of Shem I Am Giant I'd I, I, I love to interrupt you but I just don't know any of these people Lady Hawk Oh I know Lady Hawk Do you? Yeah Oh yeah I know Lady Hawk Yeah of course we yeah, both yeah. know Lady Hawk Oh that's silly Silly I'm... of me to say it like that Yeah Lady Hawk's good Right Yeah Well it's all gone very well then Yeah Odyssey is that Odyssey as in looking for a way out as in uh, well you did was it Odyssey that did D-I-S-E-O maybe it was maybe it was but Odyssey did looking for a way out I think we're going to find out if they're news so anyway that is just they're just a few of all the bands I'm looking forward to seeing when I go to New Zealand and Zed and uh, Zoe I think Zoe I think it is that's difficult is it Zowie or Zoe well it's Zoe no it's Z-O-W-I-E which brings us back to the Zoe, Zowie, Bowie, Bowie problem. Well, if they say, no, our name's Zoe, we would have to point out, well, you're wrong. It's not, because it's Zoe. Zoe Um, Bowie was pronounced Zoe Bowie, not Zoe Bowie. And the Valanes. So there's another one. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, the Radars. Yeah, Yeah, well, good. Well done for um, now finally naming the people that you do know. Our uh, review of the names of bands from New Zealand. Yep. Top marks all round, I say, New Zealand. Now, uh, I think we should c- come to the podcast where we ask Robin Enns, what number is the highest-placing Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds album in the top 100 Australian albums of all time? Uh, is it Boatman's Call at number 17? You have done phenomenally well. It is the Boatman's Call. Whoa! It's at number twenty six. Oh, that's not too bad, is it? I would disagree with both those things. So I don't think that is his. Uh, yeah, it's a great album. Obviously, it is a really good album. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's way better than a lot of those albums that have come before it. Is it because he's had to be ta- because a percentage of the band aren't Australian? Do they take in the percentage of people who are Australian? Well, they've taken out uh, all the percentage of people who are Australian who are in crowded house. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, maybe it's a hemispheric uh, system. So because one of Nick of the Badseeds was German. Right. That, that count, distance counts. So so maybe it's based on distance away from uh, Alice Springs. Right. Uh, that That's the minus point. I think what they've done is they've just based it on what records they like. Oh, okay, let's have a look then. So, um, I was going to ask you what is the, uh, this is on a different thing. What's the saddest moment you've had? What's where you have gone to... Oh, I see, yeah. I see what yeah, you no, mean. No, I'm, no, no, let's stick no, to the saddest no, moment that I'm I've sorry. had. This is brilliant. Really? You asked the question, what's the saddest moment? No. You... For I... the first time, you have opened up and you actually want me to reply and we, you want my feelings no, to be heard. And you've decided, oh, no, look, in excess, I've got three elms in the top 100. No, it's the fact that the Bee Gees are in there yes! for the best of volume yes. one. I told you, there's lots of compilations in there. That is really... See, I thought you meant... Actual compilations like now, oh, right. that's what I call Sydney Harbour Bridge. No, no, okay then. The uh, so my, my question was uh, I was just when I was walking here to Fitzrovia, mm. uh, I uh, thinking, oh, that an exit to a fast food place used to mm-hmm. be the way you'd walk out of uh, the Virgin Megastore. Oh, the weird yeah, wobbly yeah. bit of the Virgin Megastore, which they never really worked out what to do with, exactly. eventually sold phones from and stuff. I know what bit you mean. But it reminded me of riding the escalators up and down, tremendous mm. excitement. All of the records, and then yeah. of course, then it became uh, a place selling, you know, I imagine sweatshop-made trainers on uh, one side and it dirty burgers. It was in that wobbly bit of the Virgin Megastore that I first heard the song "There Is a Light That Never Goes Out" by the Smiths. And that was the day that I bought my very first Smiths album. Was it? Yeah. That's a nice story, isn't it? Do you know what? I I loved the song so much. I went, this is phenomenal. And while I was flicking through CDs thinking, I think I'm about to buy a Smiths album. And when I looked up, there was a Cyberman flicking through CDs in front of me. I went, well, there's a sign. That is brilliant. Or Mm. was that fish in disguise trying to make sure that none of his fans went out and started buying other things? Well, uh, do you know, what? I had a lovely day. I had a lovely day. I saw Cyberman. And I what is probably still my favourite song of all time. What is... Uh, what was Cyberman looking at? What was he flicking through? Uh whatever's on the other side of the S section and Virgin Megastore wobbly bit. Oh, OK. Hmm. Probably, what? I don't know, L? Might have been L, mightn't it? Yeah. L- Lulu, probably looking up Lulu. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, what's that saddest moment where you've uh, gone? Oh, I'm going to go to that record shop that I love, and I.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. It's closed down.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And it's and yeah, but it's also very very normal. Tell what about this? More slightly more positive. How many times do you go to a record shop that you know and love? Say, for instance, Sister Ray, mm. in London. How often do you go there, fully knowing the back catalogue of some of your favourite artists? And, and having all their records, but you still flick through that section anyway, just in case they've accidentally released an album and not told you. Yeah, they might have uh, yeah. re- released uh, an interview picture disc. Exactly. Now, there was a scam. Yeah. There was a brilliant <laughs> scam of the mid-1980s. Mm-hmm. I presume you've got at oh, least one pfft. Smiths interview Loads. picture disc, in which it's just a badly, quite badly recorded interview badly recorded. with Kid Jensen. Mm-hmm. But... It's a picture disc with Morrissey holding some flowers. I don't think it was ever uh, with someone as uh, with such a high profile as Kid Jensen. No, it probably hey wasn't. kid, actually, probably. Yeah. yeah, Paul Burnett. Yeah, that's what I mean. Got to admit, Morrissey, I do find your music a little bit, uh, a little bit down in the dumps. And uh, why, why have I bought this? this? Why <laughs> have I bought this? No, but have you had a moment of? Because I was thinking about the saddest moment. I because it was also I was, I had a quick look in a record shop on the way, and I thought I'm part of the problem now. Because uh, since you made me get Spotify, oh no, I'm very yeah. much against Spotify. Are so... you? Yeah. Well, Why I don't do you like. you make me get it? Well, because I don't like you either. Oh yeah, that's true. But mm. uh, I don't buy as many records as I used to. Really? Yeah. That, bad that's That's sad. I've let everyone down, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, you are part of the problem. You're going to buy some albums after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going no. to get some Cold Chisel. Yeah. Probably Diesel and Dusk. Cause I haven't got that on CD. Got have it I gatefold. missed something out on Midnight Oil? Yeah. What have I missed? One, they're really good people who fight oh, for good causes. Okay. Oh. I know you hate that shit. I really hate it. They're that using shit. their music. I'm not to listening to the bloody people. do-gooders. Okay. Yeah. Singing. No, but have I really missed something out on Midnight Oil? Well, just—I'll tell you what. Next week's album to listen to will ah. be uh, the um, Midnight Oil's Diesel and Dust*. Yeah, it'd be good, wouldn't it? No. Um, but have you ever... Because my saddest record shop uh, disappearing was uh, getting to Edinburgh. I mm. go, oh, yeah. it smells lovely and hoppy. Oh, I can smell the brewery. Fold de ray de And there I was, like Fotherington Thomas, skipping up Southbridge, all mm-hmm. the way down the street, past the charity shops, not even stopping What to go into the Oxfam bookshop. Save uh, it for the way back? Just, just, yep. Yeah, just before... Uh, of course turning down to go to Avalanche Records the one which had a front that was yellow yeah. and red and I think green mm-hmm. and uh it would look uh like it looked like kind of a, a sweet shop in it Chitty did. Chitty Bang Bang and it was lovely and there was just a sign on the door saying sorry closed students are more interested in downloading ringtones I than buying that. music yep yeah, I remember that and I thought that is where I bought that full box set mm-hmm. of the BBC recordings—that is where I bought my first Malcolm Middleton album. That is oh, yeah. where they were frequently grumpy when you bought things, yeah, in exactly the way you wanted. They—they they were grumpy because sometimes they felt you chose the wrong. But sometimes they'd crack a little bit when you mm. would buy the full BBC box set. They'd yeah, go, they couldn't you know hide what? their feelings when you came in. I thought, mm. oh. Another cunt, and I don't think at any point—I don't—I don't don't think at any point was that an issue in them closing down. As every time a student walked in with some badly chosen haircut, they judged them immediately, and they thought, "I'm just going to go download some ringtones." I feel a bit scared here, Um, but that was the saddest record shop uh, death that Uh, I can think of. The thing is, it's such a sad record shop death that I couldn't come to terms with it. For a- every single time I went to Edinburgh for about four times, because I kept going to the show. And went, no, I must have dreamt it. No, it's still closed. Yeah, it was wrong. And it they're all closed now, there's no avalanche reference. No, there's moved no avalanche. A little bit. Well done, uh, students. Uh, one, and let's face it, Robin. So, uh, anyway, the number 100 was various artists. Oh, I'm glad they yeah, got it. They did well in to, Australia, they didn't they? N- number 100, they're in the 100 best yeah. Australian albums. Uh, and, uh, oh, The Church, The Vines. Yeah, uh, The Church, they were popular, weren't they? they... Sleepy Jackson. Um, yeah, Sleepy Jackson, yeah, I know. Got a hum- Hummingbird's record somewhere. Who do gurus? But, of course, the ones we should have mentioned, we should list to another time, is uh, The Triffids. Yeah. A wonderful band, The Triffids. Mm-hmm. In fact, basically, it was when you'd bought The Go Betweens, you'd go, oh, should I get The Triffids as well? And you did. And well, I never good. would have said it like that. Yeah, you would. Oh, I might You have. forgot before you became Irish, Yeah. Uh, for tax purposes, mm-hmm. you used to... Um, oh, hello, I'm hello. Uh, Michael Legg. Yeah, Yeah. yeah I just... Uh, it's a very satisfying live, voice too. Yeah, I'm just, just to outside Peterborough. And, uh, yeah, I love the way uh, you do an impression of yourself when you yeah. do someone yeah. else's yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's this playing James Bond? Well, it looks like it's Michael Legg. Hello, I live just outside <laughs> Peterborough. Yeah. I've got a, a magic watch. And if uh, the criminals find me, uh, it's luminous. So, anyway, the uh, this oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. is what? No, no, I'm just happy to be here. Well, you have free time. You can now say what you want for five minutes. I think, like, when it comes to Nick Cave and ACDC, I, I, I'm not too sure I could pick a favourite. So, really? Yeah. I mean, I love ACDC. They're phenomenal. I mean, I know they're massively repetitive, and I know, uh, you know, they sometimes sing they sing about things that are a little bit embarrassing like, you know bums and stuff but i like him. it is the strangest it is still when you look at the way they dress mm-hmm. and the way they do i mean they they're never going to play t- together again now are they isn't it over well i think i think he's a bit better now brian johnson was it it was his hearing Yeah, it was, yeah it was it was one of those but, points where the doctor went oh don't go on stage tonight you'll immediately go deaf but here's what i think about acdc i think it's brilliant that what uh, i think it's the um i think it's Malcolm young's uh Sun is now in ACDC. And I think it's that's that's what ACDC should be. It should never end. Like, in a hundred years' time, there should be an ACDC. I, it, it's, why can't they just replace members, even Angus Young, and just keep on going? You well, know? We, what, that's a Doctor Who fan thing, very much, isn't well, it? Well, maybe so. Oh, there's a really awful bit where ACDC, they fall mm. off uh, <laughs> the yeah. Hubble telescope. and Because uh, yeah. the thing is, it's not like... Other musicians won't be able to figure out how to do an ACDC song and how to write a new ACDC song, you know. And, it, and, and, and I'm in my car. There you go. I've written one. I wrote that. You did? Mm. If anyone, if anyone now tries to copy that, yeah, yeah, we yeah. will get the uh, Performing Rights Society on you. Yeah. I like the idea of them constantly. What I find interesting is not everyone is able to still dress as a schoolboy at a certain age. Mm because Terry Scott when he used to do the Curly whirly adverts mm. there was a point when oh, that got brother. spooky yeah oh yeah yeah well I he's it's a... it has with AC/DC no no it just sort of looks well it looks funny have you seen them live yes i have seen them live they were great i tell you what uh you would love about going to see AC/DC live one they play all the hits always will. never stop there As soon as they record a new album, they go, don't care, we're still playing the exact same set list we've always played. That set list will never, ever change. And that is brilliant. But the thing that you would love the most about seeing ACDC, it's all done by a quarter to ten. Is it? Oh, yeah. All done. Because they're very much a herbal tea band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, They get very sleepy. I That's no, a the beautiful bagpus kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, when Malcolm my... feels tired, all his friends feel tired. <laughs> We've got to stop one encore quick. Uh, yeah, well, I went to see him at Milton Keynes Bowl and it was genuinely all done by a quarter to ten. Who was their support? Great support. They had Queens of the Stone Age and yep. Megadeth. See, Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. unlike that other one who did Sexy on Fire. Yeah. Uh, who, yet again, my brain has forgotten their name. Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Uh... Queen's Stone Age, I think, continue to, uh, if not improve, wow. they are great. to Isn't one of them a fascist though? Oh yeah, but he's not in Queen's of Stone Age no more. Ah, oh, oh, that's all right. Yeah, they got rid of the fascist. Uh, Josh Homme is uh, absolutely fantastic. I think he's a, he's he's got an absolutely beautiful voice. It's phenomenal, and wow, that Iggy Pop. Uh, post-pop depression, just gets better and better the more I listen to. And it. The Desert Sessions by oh, desert PJ sessions. Harvey. Fantastic. And yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Great, yeah, he's a very talented young man. Yeah, well done, well done. Well done, Josh Homie coming out best in this podcast about the music scene in Australia and New Zealand. Actually, Queen's Astonia does sound like quite an Australian band. Though, to so be so fair. You can see why we made that mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like us to play out with our favourite Australian song, so we'll have to figure that out. Right. What that what that is? What do you think is the best song that Australia has ever created? How's that by Sherbet? How many fucking times have i got to tell you that? <laughs> you know, yes, it, play it. it, play it, because I want to, I, to, I want to finally hear it. I want to see if it's true. Do you know what? I would be so pleased if I found out that I'd somehow imagined it for many many years. Yeah, you knew you had. It would give me the potential to imagine more of my existence and thus improve it by disengaging from reality further. And with that, here's Sherbet. Yeah. Sherbert. yeah. <sighs> You missed about, I caught you out. How's that? Now that I found where you're at, it's goodbye. Well It's goodbye. Right. And then I go, no, I see Michael. I do know you. And then out there in the studio, they look up Michael Legg, and it turns out you don't exist either. Gee, oh God, yeah. nothing would make me happier than to not exist. No, I would never let that happen. Oh, I know. It would start oh, off, you'd go, oh, it's a bit weird, my skin's not so itchy today. And then you'd mm. go, oh, that's a bad sign. And then slowly you'd watch yourself just vanish and go, oh, I've like my McFive. believing in me. Sad moment, wasn't it? Anyway, so uh, we're going to be, uh, you're not, not taking you. No. No, No. well, after all the bad things I just said about Midnight Oil, I don't deserve to go. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You've been very bad. Very bad. Um, Midnight Oil, though, are not one of the bands that uh, are joining us on tour. Not joining us, joining me and Josie Long and uh, Helen Chersky and Dr Carl. Uh, Michelle Dickinson in New Zealand amongst others on our Australian New Zealand tour but on the Australian New Zealand tour uh, some of the bands on our shows and you can check uh, which venues they're coming to at uh, com. and some of the bands that will be joining us will be Lawrence Arabia Holly Smith, Ali Barter, Simone and Girl Finkel, Sam Perry and more
1: which oh, I presume more, actually means more good. bands no, no, but it's not more,
0: more. more I would like it if they were a tribute band Uh, To Kenneth Moore. And they sang all the songs that Kenneth Moore whistled when he played Douglas Bader in Reach for the Sky. Well, when they turn up, let us know. Yeah, I think that's probably a very profitable tribute band. And if it doesn't exist, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get another of my little Rusty Amnesty badges and I'm going to get a different type of yoghurt and I'm going to leave it in the warm kitchen and see that if instead of growing a bono, it grows a Kenneth Moore tribute act. Well done for you. Yep, lucky me. This podcast is part of the Cosmic Shambles Network.